Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board? Brad, just like you hoped in a, a couple weeks ago that I would tell you at the beginning of an episode, we got Kona. Yay! So, so it was just a matter of them opening the the reservations. I right? think no. I think it was just that breakfast is a very popular meal at Kona, and they were all gone because the only one that opened up was that morning at nine fifty, and when we took it, it's unavailable now. So, I think breakfast is just super duper popular, and we got lucky with mouse dining. So again, thank you, hey. mouse dining. Not a sponsor. Yeah. So, so yeah. Once again, mouse dining at us, please sponsor. You know what? If they would just sponsor us by like giving us some uh, some usage of it when when we're yeah. Some and here's the thing though. I say that and I'm like, honestly, I've I don't know. Did you pay for mouse dining? Yep. Sure did. Okay. See, worth every penny. I've never a hundred percent, but I've never even paid for mouse dining. And gotten a lot of use just out of the free tier. I had more than six. Have. I had more than six things I wanted to track, and I didn't want to have to remember to like go in and pull out the ones that were done. So I paid one month. So basically, to get all of my dining reservations for this trip, uh, I paid nine dollars, which is fine. Yeah, which was which was totally worth it. But yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I yeah. And what the the thing about it was. Text message notifications were very important for Claire because she will respond and see a text message much more often than she will see an email. And like I get, you know, notifications for emails on 10 different devices all at once. Like I emails are fine for me, but she's much more likely to respond to a text. And there were a lot of times where I was busy at work or something and she just happened to be looking at her phone and she got a reservation because she got a text for it. So the text message notifications was enough of a of a, a perk for us to pay the nine bucks or whatever. But as soon as we got to the end of our you know first month, I just canceled this the auto renew, and we're back on the free plan now. Okay, so can I share with you a totally not related to anything Disney, but a hack that is probably part of the reason that I didn't. I I mean I didn't think about this as we were talking about it, but I bet if I go to Disney dining, I'll find out the reason I was on the free tier was because I used this hack to not need the text message, which is if you put in your phone number for as, as the email, just put in your 10 digit phone number at mms.att.net. Any email that goes to that, immediately is forwarded to your phone as an MMS message. Mm. So I... But would it preserve the link? Because the yes, one of the yeah, magical things a, about... Because it's, a, because it's an MMS. But one of the magical things about mouse dining is when is you the tap link directly the link to the, mm-hmm. to the reservation. Yes, yeah. It's, and, it's it, and it does preserve okay. it does preserve that link. I know because I've used exactly that link to get a reservation before with them but yeah so a, a little extra tip for you if you really don't want to pay no pay mouse dining uh because it's a it's a great service that we need but yeah that whole 10 digit at mms.att.net um also very helpful that's interesting 
And and I'm sorry to anyone who is sitting around me and Claire in church this morning because the email came in in the middle of church. And I have to imagine that at least one other person noticed the two grown adults staring at my phone, shaking in anticipation that we would get these reservations as the the you know link was or the page was spinning and loading. So sorry for everyone for being a distraction at church this morning, but. Yeah, we got Kona for 9.50 a.m., which will give us, you know, like an hour to eat before we need to leave, which is, you know, totally fine. I think think what we'll do, though, is if we end up doing something like the Mears Connect car service, I'll just have them pick us up at uh, the Poly. Because you can do... And you'll just just take your luggage to the Poly? Yeah, you can have you know, them drop you off at your hotel and pick you up anywhere. So I, I figure we'll just drop our bags off like at the at the front desk at the poly to hold while we're eating and then we'll just have Mears or whoever pick us up at the poly and take us to the airport from there. Yeah. I and then that way you've got that little bit of extra time because yeah. you don't have to well Actually, a lot of extra time. If you consider what it would take to transport between the poly and uh, pop, like that's a pretty big chunk of time. So, uh, you know, I I think that should sounds like that should work out great. And I am super excited for you guys. And you'll get to see Phantasmic. Yes. Phantasmic is back. And I we so did not I ha- watch. I, we did not watch anything. We did not read anything. That's exactly the question I wanted to ask. No, is, because I I haven't watched the videos because I'm not terribly concerned about seeing the new things. I and honestly, I would just as well experience. Like I'm I'm not worried about spoilers. So when you get back, I do want to hear about it. But I would honestly just rather hear about your impressions of it than to yeah. to watch you know some some shaky. Uh, cam video of it or something. So we, we have two days scheduled at DHS and park hoppers. So we can go as many times as we need to uh, if we don't, you know, get it on. If we're, for some reason, it's canceled or whatever on the days that we're scheduled to be there, we can park hop over there as many nights as we need to. But yeah, we are totally on, uh, we're on total media blackout for Fantasmic. We're going to, we, the only thing that we know is that there are, new scenes and that some scenes have been removed but that is the extent of our of our knowledge of the new show so we are very excited that uh it's back and and we'll be you know showing regularly while we're there yeah and and as long as you get in line seven hours before the show you might be able to go watch it right those opening day lines were insane i love fantastic but i don't know if i love it that much Holy cow. I I like Fantasmic and I definitely don't like it that much. To the is entrance what I, of the is what park, I can tell you. To the entrance. Yeah. Down Sunset, hang a hang a left, down Hollywood, to the entrance. Yeah, and that was that was at what, like two, two and a half hours before the show was scheduled to yeah. start. The fir- the first of two shows, which I was like, this is bonkers. But then I realized that the more bonkers part of it is there were two showings mm-hmm. on the opening night, right? And some of those and people I'm that like, were in line two hours before the first show or whatever must have exactly. had to we're, wait till the second show. We're actually lining up for like maybe maybe some of them weren't aware, but I'm sure a lot of them were aware that they were lining up 
for the second show. And, and the how- cast member who was standing at the back of the line was probably telling them, hey, you're probably not getting in the first show. Oh, that would have been so excruciating, too, to stand there and hear it. And just have to sit there and hear the whole thing with all the new scenes and everything. You're standing, and and it is. If anybody's ever been to Fantasmic, it is a hike from Sunset Boulevard back to the Fantasmic uh, Theater. But man, to have to stand there at the at the entrance to the Fantasmic Theater and hear it happening on the first day when like you're super duper excited to see the new show and everything, you hear everything. And then you get to go see it. Like that would just that would stink so bad to to be standing there, you know, be the first person in the line for the second show, <laughs> and and hear everything first. Man, I after just, standing I, in I, line for hours. Yeah, but I could not fathom those lines. Like I've stood in, I've stood in lines like that before. Um, but. Like well, I mean, I've, I've getting, camped out for into... products, product releases, you know, like I've, I've sat in line at the Apple store for, I don't know, 14, 15 hours before for iPads, but never like for just standing there for hours and hours and hours on a hot Orlando day to, to see a show like that just seems crazy. Well, and I guess, so I've done the, I've done the camping out thing for gosh tickets to one of the star wars prequels that was a bad idea (laughs) um a midnight release of halo 3 i want to say worth it yeah 100 percent um and for the playstation 3 uh mixed bag you get a 60 gig one Oh yeah, yeah. I I have the the fat original. Oh, you with have the, the, the good PS2. one with. Oh, nice. Yeah, with the, with the hard engine. with the hardware backwards compatibility and all that stuff. Yeah, in it. I had one of those and I sold it to GameStop. And the dude, yeah. I should have known because the guy behind the counter at GameStop was like, "You want to sell this?" And I said, <laughs> "Yeah, of course." And he's like, "Are you and sure?" And he's like, "That that's not going to make it out on the floor <laughs> for real because I'm about to give you forty dollars for something that you could sell for hundreds of dollars." <laughs> Like, I wish he'd been a cool guy because I would have gone home and looked on eBay before I sold it to Amazon or to GameStop. But anyway, well, he was he was he was trying to be as cool of a guy he as he could be and keep his job. There's a reason he asked you multiple times. He yeah. was hoping that you would be like, "Wait, why are you asking me I this? Know. I don't know if I'm sure now." Right? Why maybe, do you ask? Maybe I'll maybe I'll be right back. And <laughs> oh, dang, no, I'm not. But yeah. anyway. All of, all of that to say, in in all of those cases, yeah. It, number one was not in the hot Orlando sun, and number two, it was, and it was at a location where it was easy for me to like come prepared. You know, yeah, like you knew whether you were that's with right, right, and so I could bring you know my own drinks and food and and entertainment and all of those things and yeah you can do that to an extent in the parks but it's it's not it's it's an apples and oranges sort of thing yeah. i guess probably the closest thing would be uh what like doing wishes or something like that for the yeah. the final show but even that i didn't like there were people who you know were were like camped out at the at the hub that you know super duper early but i was i did not care that much about having that viewing area for it and I think maybe I got there three or four hours early, but I 
I definitely didn't miss the first, you know, the the quote unquote first show and still had a really, really good spot for it. Whereas I'm willing to bet that if you got there four hours before Fantasmic, based on the lines we saw, I don't know that you would have actually had a great seat like you would have had a seat for it, I think. Yeah, but I don't know that you'd have had a great seat for it. Probably not. But yay. Uh, Disney definitely thinks that Fantasmic is worth keeping because they saw I, I don't doubt they saw those lines and and were very happy with them. I hope so. Which is which is why they'll be launching Fantasmic Plus in 2023 <laughs> in 3D. I well, no, no. I'm just talking about like there will be an entire show that you will have to pay to go to like the eight o'clock show will be for the plebes. And the 9.30 show, or or the 9.30 show will be for the plebs, right? Make you have to stay longer. And the 8 o'clock show will be for anybody who wants to pay the $15 entrance fee. Or they'll just run it continuously in the metaverse. Ooh, yeah. Put on, that's put a, on your goggles. Right, yeah. They'll, you can, watch it anytime you want. They can just want. jack you into the, to the system. Yeah. With your and Disney Plus Plus prescription. Subscription. From, prescription. No prescription. That's the next prescription. thing. Because they, they've got to get your just take this pill. glasses right. Just take this pill. Everything will be great. Man, I just... I, I, I'm glad. I'm glad to see that it wasn't kind of like, oh, Fantasmic opened. Again, I totally wouldn't have... I totally would not have been willing to wait in those lines. Um, but I'm glad those lines were there because, uh, you know, that's the kind of stuff that, that means that they'll see a point to keeping it because yeah. honestly if it had been a quiet reopening that is the sort of thing that puts you much higher up on the chopping block right well yeah and i mean there was like a, a really nice new sign uh that was made and they could have just kept the old sign and, and taped over the pop secret logo you know there 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 are so many things that they could have done to put less effort into it. And so I think all of those little things kind of lend themselves to what you're saying where they're, you know, they actually see a reason to keep it around, which I'm, you know, obviously all for. Yeah, no, I, I love, so they replace the sign with a digital sign, right? Which is, which is good because right. they can use it for the holiday show and all that stuff. You know, it's the same way they do with, um, gosh, what is the, what is the the food place that's right across the street? I don't know. Whatever that, whatever the food place the, is called that I Toluca can't think of. Toluca Legs. Well, yeah, Toluca's over there, but I'm saying like that entire area. Oh, has the a little name. like farmers market place, right? Or whatever. And it's got a, and they've got a big sign there, and they they have a digital sign for it too, right? Because they use that for the the holiday stuff. Uh, so I anticipate that they'll do that, but then they they did create that new art, and God, that new art is good, man. so good. Like just the way that it harkens back to the old Disney stuff. Uh-huh. It's I mean, very. Then, it seems so much like they got the person who created the original artwork to come back and do this one because it's so reminiscent of the old stuff, and not even that new. Like it looks like it was created in the honestly in the seventies. Like there is no there's no modern anything about it except for maybe how mickey looks but other than that i mean this this sign could have been designed in any decade yeah and and then they they also did that new poster man i kind of like so good 
I'm not a huge Fantasmic. Like I, I will go watch Fantasmic while I'm there, but it's it, it's it's nothing to me like it is to you, right? Like we we all know that. But I kind of want that Fantasmic poster, man. That that art is just incredible. I and love how good that so works. it's so antithetical to like other things that they're doing that are very very modern and kind of. I don't want to say soulless, but they don't have the kind of like personal charm. And this for for a show that seemed like it was going to be canceled. You get these two new pieces of art that are very fun and very whimsical. I don't know. They just they feel so much more full of life than than some of the other stuff that Disney's done lately. And I, I really appreciate it and love it. Because, you know, you and I had talked a lot recently about how, you know, if Fantasmic went away, okay. You know, there are honestly probably better things they could do with that space. Because... They could get a, they could get a lot more use out of that space a lot more of the time. Mm-hmm. And have a... And, you know, and they've proven, while Fantasmic was closed that they can still have nighttime stuff happening yeah. at Hollywood Studios without Fantasmic existing. Yeah, and so to have them invest in in artwork like this and stuff that actually takes human beings' time to draw and you know refine and color and all that stuff, like, I don't know, it, it feels really good, and it looks really good, and, and uh, it makes me happy. It makes me very happy. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a huge fan of everything that happened. Again, with the... With the exception of the line, because I ain't got ain't got no time for that. Yeah, well, hopefully um, that you, line goes away in the next three or four weeks. Oh, it 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 will, it will. That there's no way that it doesn't. Like the that was the line of all of the people who heard when there's it was a lot coming of pent back. Up demand in that line. Yeah, exactly. And so they immediately made their you know their their reservations and everything, and they're like, "That is what I'm going back for," you know. Those were the those were the Jeremy Plus people. Next will be the regular Jeremys, and then the Brads will come at some point in the future. <laughs> well, speaking of designing things, Disney has started to, or I guess restarted, um, putting up these new new lead, new design road signs. Um, we talked a while back about the old purple and red signs going away, um, and then they kind of I don't know stopped replacing the signs on the on the highway and then all of a sudden they're back yeah i'm honestly kind of wondering when was the last time they did any of the signage it was months ago okay that's that was kind of the feel that i had for it as well because kind of hoped they forgot (laughs) that they were doing this well because in the amount of time it's been since they started they should be finished I mean, there's not that many signs, and so something happened where they where they well, stopped. Well, I think the okay, this is this will be pessimistic, Brad. Hi, I'm pessimistic, Brad. You you know me well. Uh, Bob <laughs> Chapek happened, and he said, "Is there are the are the old signs not pointing to the right places anymore?" No. Okay. Well, then when they finally get to the point that they're about to you know fall off. Uh, see disney's hollywood studios and their recent events of you know having what the front of a building fall off and a and a light pole fall over all those sorts of you know basically until it's falling apart we're not we're not replacing it 
I kind of think maybe that's what happened. Like they got a they got some of these signs started, and then they said, "Okay, well, those were the signs that we had to that we had a reason to do." And I think the rest of the signs are just going to be as they get done. But I just I don't know, man. Like it's part of me says it's sign colors, right? So why should I really care about it? But like I so. I have a lot of history to the purple and red, right? So I love them for that reason. I honestly think they draw your attention better than the other signs do. And to me, the other signs feel like they are designed for the 50th. Because honestly, when I see blue and yellow or blue and gold, those are the colors for the 50th in my mind. And maybe I'm wrong about that. Like maybe this is a this is me misconstruing stuff, but I kind of felt like that was the that was what this was all or, you know, I don't know. What do you what are your thoughts on that? Well, I guess my only thought is what about Walt Disney World was purple and red? You know, other than this is the colors that we have chosen for the road signs, which I do agree with you, capture the eye a lot or catch the eye a lot better. Than, than the the blue and gold because those blue and gold ones look more like a road sign than a wayfinding sign you know uh as as what i mean by that is like a, a sign that's telling you this exit goes to you know i-10 or whatever as apart from you know this exit goes to hollywood studios and epcot or whatever so I I think I think you're definitely right when you when you're saying that the blue ones are less eye catching, but I don't know what about Walt Disney World says purple is the right color, you know. Other, but I think purple is the is a better color because it does catch the eye better. Yeah, and and stands out as you know this is it's different. What exclusively Disney. And honestly, I haven't been in many other states, especially since my kids were born. But um, I know in Texas, our highway signs are green. And I don't... Is that the case for everywhere? Is that a a national thing? Like our our regular... To to my knowledge, I'm not a a trafficologist, but... So green's a pretty regular natural or national color for, for road signs. So purple stands out way more than dark blue i mean you could you could easily mistake a blue sign for a green sign if you're you know concentrating on driving somewhere you've never been before or or something like that so i definitely would say that like for something that's meant less for directions and more for wayfinding uh, if that is a if that's a differentiation that's worth making uh, I I think the purple definitely works better, and and it's more fun anyway. These blue ones are boring, but yeah, I I think you're right. I think they probably just said like, what? Well, let's not. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know. And and maybe some of these are getting so faded that they're getting hard to read and and stuff like that. Yeah, or or you know they're needing to change what's on the signs. Like I I don't know. I think the the one that recently changed was just one for for one ninety two. I think or something like that. Mm-hmm. So. I would assume that it wouldn't be for that reason, but I I don't know. Well, what especially is bad is this this one that Blog Mickey is using as an example where there's a purple one on the left and a blue one on the right. Yeah. That looks awful. 
because because then you get to see you know all of them and then there's no design consistency between the two and quite honestly that was kind of the feel that i got on my last visit because i saw some of the blue and gold signs but then you know it's like there's there's not a what design language for the signage right because in adopting a if it ain't broke don't fix it attitude makes this a five-year project and at that uh, point, at least some at of least, the man, some of the new blue ones start to get faded, and then you have these brand new ones that aren't faded, and these five, ten-year-old blue ones that are faded, and then they look different anyway. Like it just, this needs to be one of those things. Like when Disney changes from not Halloween so scary to Christmas. to Christmas, yep, yes, and overnight everything's just different in the Magic Kingdom. This needs to be that, where they just get a huge crew of people out to just swap all these signs out all at once, and voila, this is the new Walt Disney World. Because then you don't, you don't, um, you don't invite these kind of comparisons that all these Disney blogs are are showing, and we don't talk about it really. I mean, if they if they made all these changes in one night, we talk about it the next day, and then we're done. You know, no one's bringing it back up three months later because there's more signs. Like, yeah, this is controversial. And yeah, I think the blue signs are a downgrade. But you get it all out of the way at once and you you avoid all of the negative press or negative talking from, you know, not that our opinion matters, but people like us, people with, with podcasts and stuff that that say like, yeah, this is bad. And, and then it's bad again. And then now with these two signs that are different, it, it's especially bad. And uh, well, it, and I, you, I, I feel like you, you introduce complaint, like you introduce it feeling bad to quote unquote, the common man, right? Yeah. Not the, the non Disney nerd who like the, your first time on property trying to navigate like, yes, in the world of GPS, it's much easier. But guess what? Your GPS does not always take you the right way or you don't know what to type in. Nor does your GPS right place. know, like, the two right lanes are for this and the two left lanes are for this accurately all the time. Right. It, it does a you lot of the time. You need good wayfinding. 100%. But, yeah, there's – so the having signs and going, okay, that's a di- – like, it doesn't – it takes no time at all. And nor would it – this is this this is not specific to the you know picking one color over the other, but you immediately learn okay that purple and red sign that's a Disney sign so that's going to tell me, and then suddenly at some point on your trip, you know at some point on on this this drive, the sign color changes, and then you're like who knows if you even pay attention to that sign? Do you even think that's a Disney sign? It says Disney stuff on it. But it's not in the color that at this point you've already seen, you know, five to seven signs that have all been Disney related that have all been on this purple and red. So your brain is telling you that's the sign color. And And again, you just you make the entire change and you don't have that problem. It's a subtle thing, too. But the purple and red signs are rectangular and the blue ones have rounded edges, which road signs also have rounded edges. So it's I don't think it's it's. I mean, it's not for nothing, but having a completely different shape too, having those non-rounded edges, I think subconsciously also helps people know this isn't an actual road sign. This is a this is a wayfinding sign instead of a directional like 
like Florida road sign. This is a sign that's going to help me find my way around Walt Disney World because it's got these sharp edges and is in a, it's a rectangle. It's a different shape at the very least. It's a different shape from the road signs I've seen. So to just completely nerd on this for a second, I was I was looking at this this most recent sign, right, the 2192, and it feels weird to me that they went with the, you know, the one shade of the dark blue for the, you know, the big part of the sign, right? Then the light blue for the footer, and then they inset that yellow box, yeah. right, to then have more text inside of it, and then an arrow that's like that's such a that's bolted such a weird... on. It's even got little dots like the arrows bolted onto the sign. It's very weird. Is that is that just part of the no? Yeah, even when you're cl- it, I think it literally is bolted. Well, you know, maybe maybe they weren't a hundred percent sure where that. I don't sign think so. I, I think those just look like little dots. I, I don't I know. I can't man. imagine that's... that that's three dimensional. It's hard to. It's impossible to say from here. Right. Right. But, but that that's looks weird. like. But, a graphical flourish that does not need to be there. A hundred percent. But looking at it in comparison to the sign that's directly next to it, right, where you've got your purple for your top, your red for your bottom, but then you just have yellow text on the bottom versus white text on the top, right? And the purple is very clearly the background for what's coming up, and then the red is very clearly the background for what you need to do. You have your nouns and your verbs, and they are very, very clearly differentiated. Right, but the you you don't have that little yellow inset box, and I was like, why did they add the yellow inset box? Because it just... It feels wrong, but I think the issue there is you could not put the dark blue on the light blue, right? Because the the what contrast would not mm-hmm. be enough for that to be readable. The text is and too small. Because yeah, because they used the font that they used that is the like too light of a font, like yeah. the the stroke is too thin on it, and it's a it's actually a smaller, you know, the, it is not as large as what they were using on the old signs, uh, even though it's taking up the same amount of space, they, they chose to leave more white space at the yeah. bottom and the top of the word for, they had to set it off. No, right. So then, so that, that's why they couldn't use, because otherwise you would just say, we'll just use the yellow. Somebody forgot to hit control B. The bold. <laughs> right. It. Right. Because then, then you could just use yellow font there. The same as you yeah. did, on the old signs, and I think it would probably work. I don't. I don't know, dude. Well, there's just. I mean, you could there's probably. A lot of you could double you. So okay, horizontally you have no limits. Vertically, right, you could double the height of the letters if you just got rid of that yellow sign and made the text yellow, and then you bold it. Boom, you're done. Because. And, and here's the thing. We know that it works because we see what it looks like directly next to it yeah. on the red of the existing sign. Because that bottom which, that bottom little part is almost exactly the same height. I don't know. Yeah, this is a then, baffling decision to me, especially to leave yeah. them both side by side because it it just, again, you and I would not be saying this if both of those signs were blue. Because it wouldn't, it wouldn't invite the comparison. No, no, because we wouldn't be able to compare it, so... Yeah, and we're not going to – we're – as much of nerds as we are, we we didn't know – because we've seen other signs that were like this, 
and we didn't know that, notice this on the other signs, but that's because they didn't put them right next to each other yeah. for us to look at the like this. When we look at them right next to each other, we're gonna we're gonna notice all the things about them. Yep. Yeah, it's but, very it's confounding. Yeah, and I and I also feel like I know that this I know this color scheme is more in line with the new uh what the new park entrance sign and all these different like you know they they've removed the purple in a lot of places and so yeah. i i know that they're i know they're moving to to a more consistent design language and they'll be there i just so like there was a phone case made with the purple and red thing on it right yeah like there was a road sign i do you honestly think there's going to be a blue and yellow road like but okay, and I'm asking I'm asking you this absolutely sincerely. Where other than the road signs was purple and red? So the road signs, the entrance signs, uh TTC was using that purple. Yeah, but all is road signs, right? Might, well, no, no, I'm talking about like TTC like the entrance to the monorails used to be purple. Like that that purple. And like I'm but, talking about but not But that was all for wayfinding, right? I mean, there was no, there yeah. was no yeah. Walt Disney World. This is, you know, Animal Kingdom. The entrance has to have purple in it, and Magic Kingdom. The entrance has to have purple in it. It was all wayfinding that was purple and red. So they had a color scheme for wayfinding, purple and red. Right, right. This is this is the wayfinding color scheme. Yeah. So there is no reason to. There's no. I don't. I don't see any reason to switch away from purple and red for a consistency basis because it was consistent it was consistently wayfinding yeah yeah i mean i that's and there's no reason totally to bring fair. wayfinding into uh into the road sign or into you know the into line with the park entrances and stuff like i just don't i don't get this at all they've this is a a weird weird change yeah, and and you know what? I will try my darndest the next time because we we now definitely see more signs are going to change, right? Like yes, that that's clearly going to be the outcome of this. And every time a sign changes, another story is going to come up about it. Uh, and I will try my darndest not to put every single one of them into our show notes for us <laughs> to have. Because honestly, I did not listen to our. I know that we recorded a previous episode on this, and it's possible that we just rehash 70% of what we said on that episode right here but gosh darn it it's all hitting me again and yeah it's I just, just it's silly and I don't I honestly I agree with you I don't think it's worth adjudicating this again but it's just they made one of those merchandise they yeah. made merchandise about the purple and red man they should double You're down gonna... and make it a deeper purple and a brighter red and and just like then you're you've got this you're still consistently wayfinding with this thing that is recognizable because i don't i i do not think that any person who saw those purple and red signs was confused when they got to epcot and purple and red wasn't everywhere you know all when they were in their car driving they knew purple and red is going to get me and and they knew this subconsciously. They knew purple and red is going to get me where I need to go. And if I just follow these purple and red signs, everything's gravy. And then they get to Epcot and they're like, wow, Epcot's great. 
or DHS. And they say, wow, DHS is great. No one was confused about that. And if they had just replaced these signs with much like royal purple and cherry red, like make them even more purple and even more red and, and say, this is the Walt Disney World wayfinding colors. I just, it would have been, it would have stayed consistent. It would have, it would have, it would have kept the, it would have kept the historical wayfinding colors. And I just, it would have been a win-win. I don't get this moving to blue, a lighter blue, and then yellow. Yeah, it's, it's utterly confusing. Now, I, I do think that I have a way that we could have gotten them to keep the purple and red signs, Jeremy. And this is, it's kind of on us, man. We should have, we should have made sure because if we had only created signy as a Disney Plus, you know, if we could have sold them on the Disney Plus animated series signy, <sighs> the purple and red sign, then this would have been, uh, this would have been like synergy and those colors would have never changed. Signy gives an answer. Forky asks a question. Right. Signy gives an answer. An, I love it. You got two separate it, shows with the man. The synergy is palpable. Yep. Well, dang it. Day late. Dollar short, Jeremy. <sighs> well, I guess that'll do it for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash MTM Podcast. You can visit us on the web at MissingTheMouse.co. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And until then, have a good day.